Okay, everybody. Here we are. We're moving on into Chapter 6, and we get the opening of the uh, Seven Seals started here. And we get these four great cherubs, the good guys, and they are punishing what? They are punishing the ungodly people of the earth that are following Lucifer. They're not uh, plaguing any of the saints here with all this. This isn't just hell on earth. What this is, is the punishment of the ungodly and the hedge of protection. Even if we're martyred, that hedge will be right over us. As we see in the wisdom of Solomon in the Apocrypha, that it doesn't matter, it may appear as the people that have that hedge are plagued or crucified. But yet the hedge is there. The saint will see none of that. They won't feel that agony. They will have the hedge even if they are mar martyred. Now, obviously, all the people of wisdom and understanding are not martyred. The Bible's clear about that. But if they are, it's to refine them as gold. So even the persecution that will come against the saints is not from God Almighty. That's from Lucifer and his minions that hate the church. Okay? Uh, we've been over those things, and we'll be over them again here in this, and we'll see what we're talking about here. As it says here in uh, chapter 6, it says, The opening of the seals in order, and what followed thereupon, containing the prophecy of the end of the world. And um, they are in order. And not only that, I have saw uh, terrible prophecy teachers try to say all this happens all at once, and that's impossible. If we go by the Bible, you see the seals announce the trumpets, and it's done like that, uh, and obviously that's one follows the other. If the seventh seal announces the trumpets, then... They're, they go one after another here. And the translators are telling us right here the same thing with their notes. Okay, so beware of these prophecy teachers out here. Me and you, all of us here at the table, and you out there studier, we'll go straight to the Bible and get our edification, won't we? Okay. Therefore, now we're, we've had these introductions. We've had these uh, uh, players introduced call them players, a lot of the holy saints here, the holy creatures that love God. Um, we've had them announced here, and here they are in action, okay? Uh, I've said over this that uh, there were the white horse, the red horse, the uh, black horse, and the pale horse, and how that's all through the Bible, and so you can all right, I'm going to get to this critical area here that is uh, over the white horse because there's another one they try to nail everybody with. So verse 1, it says, And I saw when the Lamb opened 
one of the seals, and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts saying, Come and see. Okay, notice here, one of the four beasts. And the first one is white. Okay? So he, he, the first beast is announcing this prophecy and writing him is Jesus Christ. And it's right there in the book of Psalms. I've been over it and over it and over it. And here he is in chapter 19 riding the white horse and making war and having a bow in his hand. And you people like Jeremiah, this heathenistic fake preacher, tries to say, well, you don't have any arrows here. See, this, this isn't Christ. Listen, the Antichrist don't come in like this. He comes in with a peace agreement. Christ said, I don't come back to make peace, but war. That's what fits the scriptures, not with how anybody could believe Jeremiah is beyond me. He uses an Antichrist Bible, and the man was set there by the Illuminati. He is a complete and utter rapture lie turncoat, and he teaches uh, when he gets into the Bible, he's a rapture lie administrator of BS. Okay? But we'll, we'll go with the Bible here. So, and I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts saying, Come and see. Okay. And I saw, and behold, a white horse... And he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. That is Jesus Christ. You see, Satan has ruled the moneymonger government forever. It was given to him. Okay? So Christ is going to conquer and the kingdoms of the earth are going to become Christ's. Now, the spiritual kingdom's been there within every believer. The Holy Ghost is throughout. But it doesn't matter. I'm talking about the physical kingdom here. And the Bible's been teaching that throughout the whole Old Testament. How he's going to... Now, he was the suffering servant. That's described. And even more... Prophecies are him coming back as the king of kings, the warrior king of kings. And here he is riding the good guy, the white horse. And you can't deny this if you know the Bible. The only way Dr. Jeremiah can get that off is for people just haven't studied. Why would the good cherub be Riding with the Antichrist. That's what Dr. Jeremiah teaches. And that's a lie from the pit of hell. Okay. And here in the, and the same things talked about in the 19. And then when you go into Psalms, it describes him coming back to make war 
riding the cherub, riding the white cherub. So that's just the way it is. Okay, enough on that. We know better. Three, it says, And when he had opened the second seal, I heard the second beast say, Come and see. Now here's the next color. And this is throughout the whole Bible, throughout the whole Old Testament. And here it is in the New Testament. And there went out another horse that was red, and power was given to him that sat thereon to take peace from the earth, and that they should kill one another, and there was given unto him a great sword. Okay, notice he's taking peace from the earth. Why? Because the peace agreement was done with this Antichrist. And somebody brought it up, one of the great studiers here that we have, he brought it up and said, hey, when the peace agreement comes, and it could be any time, that changes things out here. That, that is a shift in the world. That is a great jump into the, the seven-year week of years, the 2,300 days tribulation. Okay, and notice here, there, during that time, the peace agreement's there, uh, and this particular angel riding the cherub is going to take peace from the earth, and that is whose peace? Whose peace? The Antichrist peace, the fake peace, the satanic peace that's described in the Old Testament and in the New over and over and over. There, this is easy, folks. The book of Revelation's easy, and this uh, white and red is very easy. It really is. In five, and when he had opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, notice here, the third seal, the third beast, the good guys. And he's saying, come and see. And I beheld and lo, a black horse. And, and he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. Okay, and those are balances of judgment. Okay, that come back during the end times. During the tribulation, it's part of the plumb line system that Christ has. The balances, right from wrong. But yet we have this that comes along with it in 6.6. 6, it says, And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, A measure of wheat for a penny, and three measures of barley for a penny. And see, thou hurt not the oil and the wine. All right, so they're going to leave the oil and wine alone. So those are medicine or intoxicants. You understand? So food is going to be used here as a weapon in the world. It's going to be scarce. And a penny was a day's labor back in this day. Okay, so there's going to be control of people through food. And you can see that forming right in front of our face today if you have eyes to see. Now, why wouldn't they get rid of the wine? Well, what did Christ say in 
Matthew 24. He said, it's going to be like the days of Noah. And in the days of Noah, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage. And tomorrow we'll uh, make more money than today. In other words, there's a whole segment of society that just loves this world government. And they're busy, busy uh, celebrating all this here. And just like that, the day of the Lord is going to catch them unawares. It's going to be an astonishment to those people when the Lord returns. Okay? Now, and the wine is not taken away until right before the Armageddon. There is uh, the wine vineyards are dried up, but that's right before the day of the Lord. I mean right before it, where... They're, the drinkers of wine are going to be howling because their vineyards are gone, okay? But until then, uh, everything in its time when it comes to prophecy. At this point, as things move along chronologically, the wine is still here and the oil is here. And that's intoxicants, folks. Seven, it says, And when he had opened the fourth seal... I heard the voice of the fourth beast say, come and see. Notice, beast and beast. Seal, beast, in order here. Okay. In eight it says, and I looked, uh, and behold, a pale horse. And his name that sat on him was death. And hell followed with him. And power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with the sword and with hunger and with death and with the beasts of the earth. All right, is it true that Christ has angels that are angels of death? Yes. Look at that angel that came through back in Egypt there where the Passover, what was the Passover about? It was so the angel of death didn't strike you down. So you put what? The blood on the doorposts, right? And uh, that is uh, a foreshadowing of the blood of Christ covering us for our sins so that we don't taste death ever. We will not see death. So the angel of death is throughout. And look at this opening to hell. See, the keys of hell are going to be handed to Abaddon and Apollyon, and that is Satan, okay? And it's going to be taught right here in the book of Revelations, no doubt about it, okay? And so we're going to see all that, and here is the angel of death, and he's been a servant of the Lord's forever, okay? Okay, in 9, and when he had opened the fifth seal... I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. Again, all along, saints have not had it easy. Christ didn't have it easy when he came down here in the flesh. He left heaven, left the north firmament up there, the north star, and came down here for us. And he, uh, yeah, he had to pick up his cross and do the duty of the Father. 
Okay, so uh, saints have had plagues. There's no saint that just had a cakewalk. None. And I've said it before. Show me one saint in the Bible in our 77 books that didn't have it, didn't, didn't suffer through the plagues that were of their time. They were always attacked, and many of them were martyred. All the prophets practically were martyred. Okay, look at the apostles, martyred, tortured to death. Okay, so here is their souls, all those people throughout time, and here they are in heaven, and there's a statement that tells us that this is not the whole remnant here. Uh, because of this prayer, it says, And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? Okay, so there's the earthly people being judged, finally, that they're praying for. And that's a lawful prayer. And it's going to come up again with the odors before the throne, before that great almighty day of the Lord. And when he does make the crooked straight, and these prayers are going to come up again right here. Right here. Okay, we're not praying for those people on the earth here. We're praying against them here. And it's a lawful prayer full of the Holy Ghost because it's Judgment Day, and Judgment Day is certainly doctrinal or lawful, as I put it. Okay, so here they are in heaven, and they get an explanation. It says, In white robes were given unto every one of them, and it was said unto them that they should rest yet for a little season until their fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. So here there's going to be more people martyred at this time. Again, it ain't everybody. The uh, wheat that's out here in the world will be gathered into the barn when the first sickle goes in. And we're going to show that as we go along here. So those are the saints that are here on earth. And there's other saints that are going to live through like the 12,000 of 12 tribes that are protected and flesh will go on and the earth will be re the earth will get a facelift from the Lord. Can I put it like that? It's going to be recreated because we're busy polluting it right now. We're busy. This stuff they're doing to the old creation of God is just terrible as far as pollution, and for them to say they're trying to save the earth as they kill everybody is absolute bunk, okay? All right, so, but there comes the martyrs, and they're described, and it's not everybody that's uh, martyred, but many of them are martyred so that they can be refined as silver, the book of Daniel says, and the book of Daniel harmonizes totally with this uh, revelation, totally Old Testament. 12 it says and I beheld when and I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal and lo there was a great earthquake 
And the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood. Okay, now this is just one of the signs. This is not the final sun doesn't give its light, the moon doesn't give its light, the stars don't give its light. That is in the vials. This isn't that. This is just a, uh, what do I say, a, a sign that the judgment's coming, and it'll really be like this, where the moon won't become as blood, the moon won't, won't give any light at all. So this isn't the same thing as the final uh, sun and moon and stars not giving their light before the day of the Lord. This is a, another one of those, okay? So here they are. The sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood, okay? And now some of the people, the ungodly people, are starting to wake up a little bit. Doesn't mean they're going to repent because they hate God. And they still believe they're going to they're going to destroy Christ, okay? Uh, but many of them start to understand that Judgment Day is here, okay? If they take in the mark of the beast, it ain't going to do them any good. But listen to this. Okay, and the stars of heaven fell unto the earth, even as a fig tree casteth her untimely figs when she is shaken of a mighty wind. And I've told... Uh, that wind represents spirit, and this is a similitude of as they fall to earth, okay? And stars are the angels, folks. That's what they are, according to Scripture. And even if you go to the occult and their doctrine, they none of them deny that the, the stars are deities, Okay? And then you have NASA in the middle of that trying to say they know everything about everything, but they can be wrong all the time and change their tune and move the goalpost. And they know this and they know that. And the inside of the sun's 6,000 degrees. No, it ain't. It's 600,000 degrees. Bill Nye, the science guy, does lie. And that's what he does. And he ain't the only one. One of the greatest sciences there is, is controlling people through the lies. It is there to control the people, not to edify the people, not to let them know what is really going on, and they want to destroy the Bible, okay? But these signs here, they can't deny. They can try to say, well, uh, the Illuminati's whole... They're controlling the weather through harp and uh, that the earthquakes and all the signs that are out here. Um, none of that means Jesus is coming for victory. But as things are going to progress here, we're going to see more birth pains. And it's going to become undeniable to a lot of people here. Listen to this in 14. And... The heaven departed as a scroll when it is rolled together, and every mountain and island were moved out of their places. Okay, so here is the, the great earthquake, okay? And look at this. Things are getting shook good. 
So now there's a lot of these Satanists that are going to say, wait a minute here. Wait a minute here. I'm going to go hide in my bunker. I'm going to hide in all the tunnels. You know, tunnels, there's whole civilization under the earth. And it was before the flood. And they're even reusing those tunnels. But since then, they, they have the CERN Collider Tunnel, okay? And they that's an underground tunnel. And uh, they've, they keep boring these tunnels under earth. And the people that are hiding under the earth are the ungodly. It's, even the Nazis had their tunnel where they did the experiments on people because they were Satanists. They just were. That's the bottom line. A whole country brainwashed by the Satanists, by the Thule Society. All of them, and they, they did terrible experiments. Look up Project Paperclip one time, and you'll see where those scientists did not, did not get punished. They came right here and kept on practicing. And part of this is this, uh, all these underground bunkers in the mountains, in the cave. They, you know, and it ain't like when they tell you, well, somebody's living in a cave. It ain't like some little cave, some little coal mine that's abandoned. They have great empires under the earth today. Now, there's no questioning that. They, they perform satanic ceremonies when they're uh, opening them up. So they're bragging about it. Well, with that in mind, listen to this. When these signs, these first seven um, seals are opened, listen to this now about these great men of the earth. And the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bond man, and every free man hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath is come, and who shall be able to stand? Question mark. Okay, and they're sending us right to Luke 23, 30 for that. And the bottom line is, if, if you don't know Jesus Christ, you're not going to stand at all. All right? So there we are. This is the big intro. This is uh, on the ungodly. And see, they've gotten their mark of the beast. So they, they are not going to enter heaven. They're not saying, hey, we need to repent. You don't see that here. And it's going to go on. As these plagues are introduced, their hatred for Christ is going to increase. And... Uh, so they're not going to repent of their sorcery or their witchcraft, which they are addicted to. Okay, so they're just saying, hide us from this day of, of the wrath of the Lamb, which is a terrible deal. 
uh, the people will not repent. They have made their choice.